Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your deep feminine power. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Conversations with Pussy. Just as a heads up, I am recording from my jungle villa in Bali. So behind you, you may hear ducks, cockerels, the symphony of insects. I hope that it's not distracting and that you can allow it to just become part of the recording. So in this episode of Conversations with Pussy, I will be discussing ways to consciously break up or break out of a relationship and heal from a break up. Now, I am recording this podcast because I'm feeling inspired to do so. And also, I'm currently navigating a breakup myself. And so the following tips are essentially based on my own experience alongside uh, working alongside a lot of women and also couples uh, when they are in emotional turmoil or potentially coming to an end of the uh, expiry date of their relationship. So number one, uh, when you are breaking up And this is more so when you're actually going through the process of making the decision and breaking up with that person um, that you love. And um, that is talking it through. So tip number one, talk it through. Now, I understand that sometimes in a relationship, there are two parties, of course, um, or more sometimes. Uh, But let's say from a two-party relationship sometimes one person just really puts their head in the sand and doesn't want to talk it through so this doesn't always um, become possible however I'm going to talk from the stance that this is possible and you can talk it through and then give um, a uh, opportunity for anyone who's in a relationship uh, with a partner who really doesn't doesn't want to speak about what what's happening in the relationship Um, So firstly, for those who have an open and willing partner, I believe speaking about the breakup and becoming very, very clear about um, what it is that isn't working for you in the relationship and being in a space of essentially clearing the field of your relationship. And so... What that means is like having the space, and I say space, it's like setting up a time and a place where you can be undisturbed for a long time and using that time to both become really, really clear about the reasons that you both are breaking apart. So really dropping into the pieces of the relationship that aren't working and it's not because you're dropping into them in order to fix them it's that you're dropping into them so that you can acknowledge that and that you can say you know what this is 
what's not working and this is why we're saying goodbye to one another. And in that conversation, you may discuss what was the most challenging for you in the relationship. And in addition to this, also creating the ability to talk to each other or express to each other the stuff that you are actually grateful for that person for. So perhaps the things that you've learned in the relationship, perhaps the gifts that that person brought to you within the relationship. So it doesn't mean that because we're breaking up that we suddenly have to turn against that person to uh, resent them in any way. So if we can be like really clear and honest about the reasons we're breaking apart, but also bring forth layers of gratitude for the relationship, this is a really beautiful process to allow us to clear the relationship, to ground in the breakup, and to move on from a more um, centered way, a more balanced way from both parties. Now, if this is something that you don't think that you can do with your partner, uh, depending on the situation, this is also something that you can do personally on your own. So clearing the space of your relationship may look like taking a journal and um, journaling into all of the things that challenged you about the relationship. Um, perhaps you could also flip that and uh, be like, okay, well, I know that this he or she found this challenging about me uh, and also the things that you are grateful for the gifts that you are grateful for within that relationship and again this is just allowing you to find some clarity of why the relationship's breaking apart and it's allowing you to step out of that space with a clear knowing with why the two of you are breaking apart tip number two setting boundaries this is another thing that potentially may not be able to be done with you and the partner you're breaking away from. However, I will give another option at the end of this, um, which I'm going to explain as doing it with your partner. Setting boundaries between you around the relationship is really key. Those boundaries could look like you most probably are friends on social media or follow each other on social media. So are you going to um, stop following each other on social media? And um, yeah, essentially like defriend each other on Facebook. Perhaps there's going to be a level of uh, unfollowing on Instagram, maybe even blocking. And it's really amazing actually to just say to each other, you know what, for a, for a long amount of time, I really don't want to be seeing your name popping up and to know what you're up to because it's not gonna help with the process of breaking up. You may discuss that you guys don't want to uh, be breaking up on social media or defriending on social media. And perhaps it just looks like you say to one another, hey, like, as long as you're not commenting or liking, um, that's great. Because essentially what can happen is if you're still friends on social media and the other person is like having a really good day from the breakup and really feeling like they're moving on. And then they receive say a comment or something or a like on a photo. And it just brings or can bring that person back into a place of like, oh, I miss that person or whatever it may be. So creating solid boundaries around social media is 
excellent. And boundaries can also come into a place of like, okay, how are we going to move from here? So potentially that may look like, um, do we talk to one another still? Uh, or are we cutting it completely, you know? Do we not speak for a certain amount of time? You don't have to make that time up, but perhaps you just say to your um, your ex-partner, like, I don't, I don't want to be in contact with you via text. I don't want to be in contact with you via phone or whatever, whatever places that they could possibly contact you. So please don't contact me and I won't contact you. Or you may have some fluidity within that. That's like, look, if you really, really, really need me or something's really happening um, and you need to reach out, then um, yeah, I'm there for that. But anything else in between, like it's a no. Um, there could be something softer than that. I would potentially advise that anything softer than that, uh, unless you have children together or responsibility together, um, that it, it's not very um, good for uh, allowing yourself to process and grieve, uh, losing someone from your life. So creating and setting strong boundaries and staying to those boundaries and really confirming the boundaries between both of you can allow for a less messy breakup. Now, if you are in a space that the other will not be able to have a conversation with you about boundaries, I would suggest that you make your own boundaries. So that might look like, uh, I don't want to speak to them or we're not friends on social media. I get that I'm repeating myself, but it's essentially creating boundaries for yourself so that you know that this is what you're holding to in order to really activate your self-care so that you can fully move on from the relationship. Tip number three, feel all the feels. Oh, there is this age old saying, <laughs> Or it seems to be that whenever I break up with someone or the advice that's given is like, oh, you know, just busy yourself up, like come into a new project or whatever it may be. And I feel like this is just such a stupid thing to say to people to just like busy themselves up. I believe that if we do not give ourselves the space and time to process and feel what is occurring within our emotional body when we're breaking apart from someone, then we're not allowing ourselves the ability to fully move on. It's like if we don't grieve and process the emotion of breaking apart from another, then it essentially can just get stuck, um, I believe, in your emotional body and can lead to either the grief coming up really later down the line or the inability to meet someone else. Um, so I feel like, yeah, if you can give yourself time and space to feel what you're feeling, the more that we resist emotion, the harder it is to move through it. And if we can allow emotion to flow, we tend to move through that emotion whilst it can be like a rodeo to go through it. We can move through the emotion quicker. 
Now, I'm saying this from experience of not allowing myself to feel all the feels and immediately going into like throwing myself into work or throwing myself into another relationship, which totally takes away from the time and space that I could have used to process, heal and move on from my partner or partners. So I feel that feeling is really key to allowing yourself to move on. So whatever is coming up, accept it, allow it. You've just broken up from someone. It's okay to be sad. You don't have to have it together. So tip number four, the grieving process. It's good to be really aware of the grieving process. For real, when we break up from somebody, especially when they've been a big love in our life, it can literally feel like someone has died. You are literally losing that person from your life. So it can feel like a death, even though the person hasn't died. And the grieving process has uh, five phases. And those phases are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And when we're moving through a breakup, we can bounce between all of those emotions. So I'm sure if you can even reflect on any of the relationships that you've broken up from in the past, there'll be a level of uh, denial going on there, like not believing it's true and um, not accepting that you guys have broken up. There can be levels of anger when you're just really fucked off with the person. You're really resenting them for the relationship and for the fact that you're hurting and that you're not together anymore. There can also be uh, levels of bargaining. Now, this is a big one, hey? Like, the bargaining piece, and I mean, I say it's a big one, but especially because I've, I've witnessed this in my own relationships coming from both sides, where there's this level of, like, realizing um, that... And this is in the denial phase. Like you kind of realize, oh my God, I'm in denial. Nothing was wrong with the relationship. I've totally forgotten the key elements of why we broke up in the first place. And then you go into bargaining. You start to like try and get that person back. And that can be really manipulative and confusing, not only for the other person, but also for yourself. Um, and it can also happen the other way with the other person trying to get you back, which of course, if you were receiving that on the other end, you would just be like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Uh, depression, of course, when we're moving through breaking up with someone, we can reach really low, dark, levels and it's important to just be like okay I'm here this is part of the grieving process this is a good thing to be feeling this depression because I am breaking up from someone I once loved and then there's the final um, phase and again this can be um, trickled into all of the others uh, at different times and that is acceptance acceptance that you're breaking up acceptance for the situation and that acceptance can usually allow some moving on to occur so you might go around and around and around in this circle for a while and if you allow this to happen you'll move on quicker 
Now, when I say allowing this to happen, I don't mean that every single time you are having one of those emotions that you respond to it. This is really, I mean, I'm saying be aware of the grieving process, but this is really the, the tip. It's like, be aware of the grieving process so you do not respond and act out. If possible, come to a place of noticing. If you're feeling like you want to bargain, if you feel like you're in denial and you're, you're realizing all of the things that you loved about the person and you think, I'm going to bargain them to get them back. Like, just notice your brain carrying out these thoughts. It's like, we will do whatever we can to avoid the change of breaking up with someone because it hurts so much. However, it's not good to go back during this phase of the grieving process because we're not able to come from a place of groundedness and balance. So if we can watch with an eagle view to the fluctuations of our emotions and just ride them out rather than taking action and involving the other person that you're breaking up with, this can allow for a much cleaner breakup. And what I have found is that even in this breakup that I'm going through now, for sure there's been points where I just wanted to reach out and be like, I've made a mistake and actually like, I really do actually wanna be with you. And I thought to myself like, I'm not coming from a genuine space. I haven't processed this breakup enough to know that that is true. So then I give myself a couple of days of feeling like that. And usually after a couple of days of just allowing it, I notice a shift and a change and the moving on process um, develops rather than me being stuck in like the, the bargaining phase and um, yeah, like maybe reaching out and trying to bargain and uh, continuously sitting in the bargaining phase. So that's the grieving process and watching it from an eagle eye view. Next step, tip five. Self-care. So it seems really obvious to say this, and I'm sure there's another thousand podcasts and articles that say to level up on your self-care, but I would be ridiculous if I did not say this. It's really easy when you're feeling, especially that anger or depression, to during those nights when you're just not sleeping and you're crying and you're moping around because you miss the other person so much that perhaps you come into a level of not looking after yourself. And self-care really doesn't need to mean having bubble baths and lighting some candles. Self-care for me means like really honoring your body. So ensure that you are eating. And when I say eating, um, some people go into a phase of like, they're heartbroken, they don't eat at all, or they're heartbroken and they eat all of the food to you know cover up the emotions. So watch yourself, like eat healthily, eat nourishing divine foods that will allow your body and your system to be working at peak performance. When you're an energetic body is fucked from a breakup, when your emotional body is fucked from a breakup, the best gift we can give our physical body 
is to nourish it. And also nourishment may come in the form of going to a yoga class or going to the gym, moving, allowing there to be that level of self-care that can assist in stabilizing us as we move through the breakup. May I also add that um, in my breakup that I had at the beginning of last year, it was like after a really long-term breakup, so I was really aware of the heftiness of the uh, grief I was going to go through, I made a vow to myself that I wouldn't be drinking and um, that I wouldn't be taking anything that would alter my mind. A, because I didn't want to suddenly get really loose and contact my ex, and B, because I know that if I drink or take anything, the next day I'm I'm not going to feel as good and as um, balanced as I would if I hadn't been drinking. So if you can avoid things that you know creates anxiety in your system on a normal day, don't do that when you're breaking up. It's easy for us to turn to a bottle of wine um, and to do something that's going to cover up the intensity of the emotion of breaking up. However, I just need to say like that is really the thing that um, if avoided can make the whole process so much softer. Tip number six, find support. Now if you're breaking apart from someone and that person's been your whole entire life you can sometimes start to look around and be like oh fuck I've either pushed lots of my friends away or I haven't spoken to my family for a while. However, this is really truly time that you reach out to your community, your close ones and say, hey, can we hang out? Can we just be? Because those are the kind of relationships, especially relationships where you know that you love and trust um, the, the community around you that can really assist in just like softly building you back up. And building you back up may just be like, you know, spending an evening with you or um, checking in with you every day to see where you're at. Like those small things can really assist in allowing you to feel, again, I keep saying this stability, but it's allowing there to be stability through the breakup. Alongside that, I would also recommend, if it's available to you, to start seeing a relationship coach or a um, relationship therapist. This kind of support is so profound because it's not related to anyone that may know your ex-partner or may have had uh, a story or a relationship with your ex-partner. So going to see a coach um, can really allow you to process the grief and to speak to someone um, about what you're moving through without worrying that you're being a burden with all of the stuff that you're carrying and um, what you're processing. And you know that you've got that person, whether that be once every week or once every two weeks, or maybe it's like twice a week, to really support you through um, understanding even more why you and your ex broke up, the gifts, as I've mentioned in tip one, like finding the gifts of what that person gave to you and um, what you can do and how you can look forward with hope. Now, 
this is something that I do specialize in. I can assist with really um, looking into and supporting breakups and um, energetically clearing any uh, ties or um, energetics that are held between two people. Um, it's one of my specialities. Uh, but there are lots of other skilled practitioners out there who can assist you too. And so tip number seven, oh, this one's a biggie. Do not jump into another relationship, please. Oh, there is again this tip that people seem to just pull out of their ass when someone's going through a breakup, which is like plenty more fish in the sea or um, the best way to get over someone is to get under them. Oh, bullshit. This is not a good thing to be doing when you're breaking up with somebody. So here's why. I believe that when you break up with someone, this is an opportunity to process and grieve. You've broken up with them for a reason and the reason will be different depending on the relationship, but essentially something wasn't working. Something about the relationship and something about uh, what was going on with that person and you wasn't serving you. And so if we suddenly jump into a new relationship, we're not giving ourselves space and time to really acknowledge that. We're not giving ourselves space and time to reflect and um, clear our energetic field. I keep saying clearing our energetic field because if we're holding all of the baggage of our previous relationship and then suddenly attract a new person into our life, the likelihood is that that person is probably going to reflect very accurately our ex-partner because that's still in our energetic field. Um, I can look back on that to what I did at the beginning of last year, which was to jump from relationship to relationship. Like the day after I broke up with my ex properly I met somebody and then after that I met another person after that I met another person and when I realized I was doing this I looked at the person that I was with and I realized that um they were actually born on the what the day after my ex was born so they were born on the day after my ex was born were the exact same star sign and the qualities of what really didn't work in my relationship with my ex were the same of the relationship that I had found myself in. So in realizing that, I then knew that I needed to give myself space and time to be alone, to not be sleeping with anyone else, to not be dating anyone else, to give myself enough room to breathe, to find clarity, to clear my energetic system and my emotional system, and then to refine and re and then to refine and set clear intentions of what actually I wanted in a relationship in my life. So, as I said, tip seven, don't jump into a new relationship, whether that just be very um, much like a sexual relationship or a deep love relationship. If you can honor yourself 
enough time to fully process the previous relationship, I guarantee the next person that comes into your life is going to be way more incredible. And the breakup that you've gone through will actually be beneficial to you rather than, yeah, just going through the exact same thing all over again. And so my last tip is tip number eight, um, and that is come back to love. Now that can sound a little bit floopy, a little bit hippie floppy, but I truly believe that coming back to love again and again and again through your grieving process, through your breaking up process, can assist you in so many ways. So yes, at points you may feel anger, allow that anger to come through, but after that, come back to love. Um, what's really important here is a level of love for yourself, and with that love comes forgiveness. It's like whatever is happening in your life and whatever has happened in the relationship, how much can you come back to love and really with compassion forgive yourself and forgive the other? Um, there's a really amazing practice where you essentially just write all the things down that you are sorry for within the relationship. And you can also do all of the things that perhaps have hurt in the relationship um, from the other side. Um, and allow yourself to come into forgiveness for those things. I actually was really schooled on this um, a month or so ago when I was in a plant medicine ceremony. And um, what happened was uh, I, I think the shaman was actually just speaking into um, call in someone that you really love. And it really surprised me because uh, my ex came up and I was like, why? This has been a while. Why are you here? And um, I realized in that moment that I was like, I suddenly got annoyed. I was like, oh God, all of these things that you did, all of these times that you never showed up for me and yeah, just coming into like a bit of resentment and um, I guess, yeah, maybe some anger. And I was looking at all of those times and um, yeah, just holding the same vibration I'd always uh, carried, which was like definitely not of love or not of forgiveness. And then suddenly my visions changed and I was suddenly shown all of the times that that person showed up for me and was fully committed to our relationship and was fully like, I love you and I want to make this work. And I saw all of those times and then just felt this wave of compassion and love for him. And it softened every single time that I was resentful for around the times that he hadn't showed up. It allowed me to forgive him for those times because I know that through seeing all of the times um, that he really had been there, I just softened into love and forgiveness and that was such a deep, deep healing for me within that relationship. And so that for me was just like, I mean, it's been like nearly a year that we broke apart, but that was still hidden in residue because I hadn't allowed the resentment and the anger that I had felt to fully, fully process and move into love and forgiveness. So if you can truly, truly forgive yourself for any wrongdoings, to forgive the other for any wrongdoings, this is the thing that sets you free. 
resentment and held in anger, if you suppress that shit, that will manifest in the body and it, I believe it will turn into physical manifestations, aka chronic illness. So this is another thing, I guess it's not even a tip, it's just like allow yourself to consciously and fully process your breakup, move through it all because if you hold on to any of that, you are doing yourself such a disservice. You are doing your life a disservice. You are doing your body a disservice. Um, and in not fully moving on from somebody and allowing the process to happen, you're not going to allow yourself to open up to love. <sighs> so I'd love to just encourage you to close down your eyes wherever you are and just take a long, deep breath in and then fully exhale it out through the mouth, softening and letting go. If you're moving through a breakup right now, through heartbreak right now, I feel you and I honor your process. If you know somebody that's moving through a big piece in their life around grieving and breaking up, please pass this podcast on to them. If you personally feel that you would like support in moving through a breakup, um, using some of these tips, but also going far beyond that, please do contact me on hello at grace-hazel.com and I can... Um, provide you with support through one-on-one -on -one sessions. If you liked this podcast, please, please, please do leave a review, leave a rating, and that will allow this message to spread further and further and to get into the hands, or should I say the ears, of many, many, many more women. It's been a pleasure to talk to you today and I will speak to you next week.